Hello, and welcome to Cabana Chats, a podcast about writing and community brought to you by The Resort, an international community of writers based in Queens, New York City. I'm your host and founder of The Resort, Catherine Lasoda. At The Resort, we offer online community for writers, workshops, one-on-one coaching for writers, and group programs. You can check out all of our offerings at theresortlic.com. On the Cabana Chats podcast, we have conversations with awesome guests, writers, and publishing professionals about the importance of community in the writing life and the writing process. We also have episodes that offer prompts, encouragement, and support for writers. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, writers. Catherine Lasoda here with our final episode of season three of the Cabana Chats podcast. For this conclusion to season three, I'm coming here with a solo episode to share a few things with you that I've learned or relearned about the writing process over the past many months. These are things that I've learned in my own practice or have come up in conversations with writers I've worked with over the past few months, either one-on-one or in group programs. And I hope that these serve as helpful things to keep in mind as you continue forth in your own writing practice. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to share a few ways that we are continuing to bring groups of writers together this fall at the resort, online, in person, and other ways that I'll be working with writers one-on-one. So stay tuned for that. The first lesson that I want to share with you that has come up again and again this summer is the necessity of honoring your capacity. And by capacity, I mean your time capacity, your energy capacity, your resources capacity. It can be too easy to compare ourselves to other writers and see people getting a lot of work done or published or new ideas are coming and maybe This summer has been a slow time for your writing. I know plenty of writers for whom this is true. And there are just certain times of year sometimes that are better for you to write than others. And it's not the same for every person. Maybe you really thrive on the energy of that fall back to school energy. Or maybe in the winter you like to bundle up with a warm cup of coffee and get to your journal writing practice. Or maybe you like to hibernate and not do a lot of work during the winter time. Maybe the summer gets you freer of some of the other responsibilities of the year and your mind is more open to writing during that time. Or maybe it's a time that you just need a break from all of your commitments and you need to turn off, lie in a hammock, watch some TV, sit in the sun. The point is your capacity is your capacity and there's no one way to do it. There's no one ideal writer to compare yourself to. There's no one way to do your practice. You don't need to write every day. You don't need to write every week. You don't need to write every month. And that brings me to the second 
big lesson that came up again and again over the past many months. This came up with guests, speakers in our Summer of Support group program here at the resort. It also came up with writers in that very program expressing these thoughts in our gatherings together online. And that is the importance of trusting the non-writing time as part of your process. To be a writer, to have a writing life does not mean that you are writing all the time. It does not mean that you are writing every day. We had plenty of examples this summer in our group programs of established people in publishing in the writing world, writers, authors, letting us know that they will have months go by without writing. And that doesn't mean that they're not writers. And it doesn't actually mean that their brain isn't working on a writing project when they're not putting words on the page. Eventually, you do need to get to the page and write some words down. But you need to have those periods of not writing so that you're not writing into the same angle over and over and over again and coming up against a wall in your writing. To take a break and to listen to when your body needs that break and your mind needs that break is so important. If you take a couple of months off from a project where you don't have it front of mind, I guarantee you it's still getting churned over in the back of your mind and you will be that much more effective with your writing after you give yourself that break. So to trust the non-writing times and even the parts of the writing process that are not writing but connected to the writing, like reading and researching and all of the ways that you feed yourself that in turn become a part of your writing are so important to remember. But what if you really do want to get some writing done and it's just not happening and you're you're frustrated, you're like, I want to get this project done, I want to write a page today, I want to meet this deadline, and you're having a hard time getting to it, oftentimes, not just sometimes, but often, getting a writing task done isn't simply a matter of having the willpower to just do it. It's not just a situation of, well, I need to get up earlier and make this new habit in place where I'm going to get the writing done, and I just need to tell myself, you know, make it a priority, Catherine, do it. You know, um, it's not that willpower piece. It's a matter of looking at your whole life and saying, where am I being drained elsewhere that's taking away from my ability to get to this task? It's a matter of clearing out other things that are taking your resources from you. And I don't just mean the resource of time, but also the resource of your energy, of your brain space, is there something going on in your life that is requiring you to make a lot of decisions, something in your personal life, something in your work life? Every time you have a pile of decisions weighing on you, it can be a big drain, not just on your time, but on your emotional capacity, on your energetic capacity. And sometimes getting that writing deadline met is a matter of clearing out the other things, is a matter of giving yourself an opportunity to check other things off your list to make the space for the writing. Sometimes you just need to make time, space, physical space too sometimes if you don't have anywhere to sit down and write, energetic space, emotional space by doing the other difficult things in your life that are taking the place of where your writing brain wants to be. 
So I have two more lessons from the past few months to share with you. And one is something that came up again in one of our group sessions this summer when we were reflecting over the past uh, several months together about what we've learned being in community together. And one thing that was mentioned that really resonated was that being in community with other writers doesn't necessarily make the writing any easier, but it does make you feel better if you are in community with other writers and you bring up something that you're struggling with and somebody else can say, me too, and you don't feel so alone in the process, it makes the process of writing, while not necessarily easier, it makes it feel better. And I might add to that, if you feel better about something, if you feel better about your writing practice, even if it's still difficult, you're more likely to stick with it. If you feel better about your writing practice because you're in community with other writers and they're making you feel less alone, you are more likely to stick with it. You're more likely to improve. You're more likely to get things done. You're more likely to submit and publish and all of those things because you're feeling better about it more often. Who wants to keep doing something that makes them feel like garbage? Get in community. Get some support around yourself. It's a big lesson that I continue to learn over and over and over again. And finally, I want to share something with you that I've known to be true for several years now, and I've been sharing this with writers. I work with one-on-one and in groups, and that is the power of writing down your intentions. If you have a week coming up and you want to do something in your writing practice or otherwise in your life even, but over a coming week and you write down the three major things you want to do that week, but actually write them down with a pen and a paper, there's something about that process that's almost like a spell for yourself and that it makes it more real when you write the act down. These are the things I'm going to do. And even if you forget that you've written that down, you're more likely to do the thing. I've seen this be true with writers I've worked with on more than one occasion. And writing, for example, something down that that was their intent three, four, six months ago, and then revisiting where they wrote that down and noticing that they had actually done those things in their writing life. There's a real power in writing down your intentions. So I invite you to try that out. Something that I like to do is look over the course of a month. I work with the lunar cycles, because it is a great amount of time that is roughly equivalent to a month, which is an achievable amount of time to work with. You can kind of gather what you might be able to do over a month's time and set your goals week to week and align that from, say, one new moon until the next new moon arrives. And if you write down your intentions at the start of that lunar cycle, you are way more likely to actually do them over the course of that month. And so speaking of the importance of community and of setting intentions, I wanted to share with you a few things that are coming up here at the resort this fall. I don't know when we'll be back with the Cabana Chats podcast. I do these seasons in 15 episode chunks. Uh, Each season is 15 episodes, and then I take a break until I have the capacity to do another season. So we will be coming back for a season four. I just don't know when yet, but I can tell you that there are a lot of exciting things happening at the resort. And I hope to interact with you in some way through one of those. And three that I want to tell you about right now are 
there is a coaching project that I'm doing that I'm calling Commit to Your Practice. This is for folks who perhaps have been curious about one-on-one coaching, one-on-one creativity coaching with me, and it is a project where I'm gifting 20 individual one-hour coaching sessions to 20 writers over three weeks. That's going to be from September 18th to October 6th this fall, and you can sign up for one of those spots now if you're interested in experiencing one hour of coaching and working on your writing goals and committing to your writing practice. And I'll put a link for that in the show notes if you want to sign up for one of those spots. The other two things that I want to mention to you are in-person events. I'm so excited in addition to all the things that we're doing online. And that coaching project is also online via Zoom. But we are also adding in some in-person gatherings at the resort again. I'm so thrilled. On October 7th and 8th, we are having our first in-person retreat for writers here in New York City. It is two days, a Saturday and a Sunday, where we're going to experience different things to inspire us together. The retreat is called Come to Your Senses, and we're going to have chef-prepared food. We're going to have a acupuncturist come in and do sessions with us to relax our nervous systems. We're going to look at art together. We're going to craft things together, and there are going to be a bunch of generative writing exercises so that you'll leave this weekend inspired, your senses rejuvenated, and with a bunch of new writing. It's open to writers of all genres and experience levels, but it is limited to eight participants. So if you want to find out more about that, you can check out more information in the show notes as well. And then finally, we're having one of our first in-person workshops in a while on October 18th here at the resort in New York City with the wonderful Eleanor Whitney. She has a new book coming out this fall called Promote Your Book on finding your audience and getting your work out there to the people you want to read it. And she's going to be leading a workshop called Building a Writing Career on Your Own Terms. It is going to be a really fun two and a half hour in-person workshop, small group, Lots of discussion, lots of um, exercises, lots of vision boarding, and really finding your own way to put yourself out there as a writer and find your readers and market yourself in a way that doesn't feel icky or impersonal, but really is tailored to yourself and is fun. And everyone who joins us at that workshop is going to get an early copy of Eleanor's newest book, Promote Your Book. I'm really excited for this one. Again, you can find out information about that in our show notes. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Cabana Chats this season. I hope you have found some inspiration for your own writing practice. I hope that you have thought about how community plays a role in your own writing life. And I look forward to seeing you at the resort and back here at the Cabana Chats podcast before too long. Happy writing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cabana Chats podcast on writing and community. Thank you to our podcast editor, Jade Isiri Ramos, and thank you to Pat Irwin for our music. 
If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Cabana Chats and telling a friend. Thanks so much. And if you'd like to learn more about what the resort has to offer for writers, check out theresortlic.com where you can also sign up for our free weekly newsletter full of amazing opportunities for writers every week. I'm rooting for you and your writing, and I'll see you next time in the cabana.